Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Washington, D.C., a man named Stuttgart maintained an office from which he directed the activities of his group of spies who had come to the United States to secure blueprints or a working model of Samuel Colt's remarkable six-shooter. So far, none. Our efforts have met with failure. Is this man who is called the Lone Ranger the only one to possess working models of the revolver? Yes. Colt made but two weapons of this model. They are in the possession of the Lone Ranger. Some of our best agents have gone into the West and met nothing but failure. I thought surely Kales and Romney would succeed. But they did not. No. They are in jail with their predecessors. What is the next move? This letter. A letter? It's from a man named Roberto, who is in Texas. Roberto? It is a strange name. (laughs) He's a strange man, Anna. This background is even more strange. He's part Indian, 
as a band of savages willing and ready to do his bidding. Indians? Yes, Anna. Murderous Indians. More than half a hundred of them. More than enough to overrun a community the size of this place called Cripple Creek. Stuttgart, what are you planning? Exactly that. You mean... I mean to enlist the aid of Roberto and his Indian friends. I mean to lead them in an attack on Crippled Creek, to storm the jail and release our friends who are held there as captives. It sounds like an ambitious idea. Kales and his wife, Romney, Mencken, Fleming, Steinbeck, all the others, including the half-breed named Miguel and that Texas outlaw who's called Tucson. We shall release them, everyone, and combine their strength with that of the Indians in a final attempt to get the guns of the masked man who's called the Lone Ranger. In this attempt, Anna... I shall not fail. Stuttgart headed west as rapidly as possible to meet Roberto and enlist his aid. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger had made a careful investigation of the people who had been captured in attempts to steal his guns and had learned that of them all, only one had been born in the United States, the outlaw known as Tucson. It was Tucson to whom the sheriff spoke. I'm unlocking this bar door and you're to step out of that cell. The rest is stay back. What do you want of me, sheriff? You'll find out soon enough. Step out of there. I don't see why I'm singled out of special attention. Step down the hall to my office. You know where it is. I see you, sheriff. I've done nothing worse than any of the others. You needn't think that I... Save your breath, Tucson. There's a man in my office wants to talk to you, that's all. Who? The masked man that captured you. The Lone Ranger? Go on in there. Here he is. This is the critter. Come in, Tucson. You want me to leave you alone? Please. I'll be out in the hall. Let me know when you're through talking to the prisoner. I will, Sheriff. Over here and sit down, Tucson. Know why I want to talk to you? I'll sit down and you can tell me. All right. Tucson, you're what's known as a bad hombre. You've been in jail a number of times on various charges. You've held up stagecoaches, shot a couple of men, and rustled cattle. But Tucson, none of those things alter the fact that you're an American. What about it? Born in Texas, weren't you? That's right. Some of the worst criminals in our country's history died the death of heroes defending their country. Tucson... I can understand a man who gets started on the wrong road. A man who becomes an outlaw. But I can't understand a man who is low enough to turn against his country. Especially a Texan. Were you really born in Texas? Yes, I was, and I can prove it. You seem proud of it. Well, I... What's the difference? When you agreed to help Romney and Kales, I don't think you knew who they were. Or what they represent. I can't believe you know that they represent another country that might someday make war on the United States. What difference does it make? I threw in with those men. I was captured with them and I'm in jail with them. Yes, you're in jail with them. And you'll be there for a long time. But you'll not only have to live with those foreign spies. What do you mean? You'll have to live with yourself. And you'll be living with a traitor. Well, Tucson, 
I want to find out who gives those spies their orders. Who directs their activities. I want to get the man on top. You can get that information for me. Why should I? Because, as I said, you've got to live with yourself. And I have an idea. If you really are a Texan, you want to redeem yourself in your own estimation. What's going on out there? I don't know. There's a fight of some sort. It's Indians! They're stalking the town! Get this man back behind the bar, Sheriff. Come on, Tucson, get moving. Hurry it up. We'll continue that talk, Tucson. The Redskins are coming here! It was apparent in the first few minutes of the battle that the Indians had made the jail their objective. The Lone Ranger and the Sheriff were forced to retreat before overwhelming odds. They barricaded themselves in the lawman's office and fired at the outlaws through the windows. They fought well, but were helpless to prevent a jailbreak. evening when the Lone Ranger joined his faithful Indian companion Tonto in their camp not far from town. While they talked, the masked man cleaned his guns. It was a pretty violent attack while it lasted, Tonto. You say it's not last long. Oh, when the shooting began, Sheriff and I didn't know what was happening. Through the window of the office, we could see the Indians closing in on the buildings that housed the jail and the sheriff's office. The sheriff got Tucson behind bars. And the Indians were all over the place. They made no attempt to get into the sheriff's office, and they seemed to be satisfied as soon as they had broken the prisoners out of jail. All prisoners escaped? Yes, every one of them. Oh, uh, here are some feathers I picked up after the Indians had left town. Look. Oh. Oh, me know these feathers. These come from Valley Indian, where the breed, Roberta, blood brother. Roberto? Ah. You know him? Yes, I've heard of him. Toto, I want to get into that village. Oh, no. No, you not do that. You get shot in sight. I'll be shot on sight if I'm recognized. But I don't expect to be recognized. Oh. What you do? I'm going to disguise myself, Toto. I'll disguise myself as an Indian. I can make Roberto's men think I'm a renegade Indian. They may accept me as one of them. You mean you get into village? You act as spy there? Yes, you're going to wear my clothes, including my mask. Get Dan Reed's horse in the livery stable. He looks enough like silver to get by. Ah, you ride scout? Yes. Just as an Indian, I'll ride scout close to the Indian settlement. Wearing my mask and clothes and riding Victor, you'll chase me. Then I'll pretend to fall. Ah, Miss Happy. You make believe you fall, make believe you hurt. Maybe Indian take you into village. Huh? That's the idea, Tonto. Uh, Maybe your plan worked. It's worth trying. Now build up the fire and we'll see about the disguises. It was a night of activity for the Lone Ranger and Tonto. They brought Dan Reed's horse, Victor, from the livery stable in Crippled Creek, then wearing their disguises, made their way south as close as possible to the Indian village. They were in a dense cottonwood grove, near enough to hear the Indian drums. Easy, Silver. They'll leave Silver right here, Tonto. I don't think anyone will find him. Woods plenty thick. I'll want him nearby in case I have to leave the village in a hurry. Ah. I'll leave my guns and gun belt with him. Uh, maybe that risky. There would be more risk if I wore them. 
Any one of those Indians might see the silver bullets and know what they meant. Mm, that's right. Furthermore, when I'm taken into the village, I may be disarmed. <coughs> yeah, you have to be quiet, silver old boy. Steady now. Easy. There. Hope we'll not have to leave you for long. Why Sheriff and Cripple Creek not come after Indians who make jailbreak? He wouldn't have a chance, Toto, and he knows it. Even if he got every man in town to help him, he'd be outnumbered ten to one. Uh, we go now? Yes. I'll take Scout. You ride Dan's horse. We'll circle to the other side of the Indian village and wait in the hills until daybreak. <laughs> was awake at daybreak, and so were the white men who had taken refuge there after escaping from the jail in Crippled Creek. The man from the east, whose name was Stuttgart, occupied one of the huts with Roberto. So far, Roberto, you've done very well. Si, senor. I have that cash for you any time you want it. But the big reward will come when you deliver to me the mask man. Ah, name of a pig, if I had only known it. He was in that building where your friends were held prisoner. Ah, there was no way you could have known it. You think he was talking to Tucson when my Indian friends made the attack? Have you any plans for locating this, uh, this lone ranger? Uh, not as yet. But I shall find him. I have no doubt of that. I'm counting on you, Roberto. Madre mia. Gunfire. Come, we see what happens. Where is the shooting? What happened? Look over yonder. What is it, Tucson? That hill on the far side of the valley. The horsemen are behind some trees now. But watch. You'll see them come out. There they are. Hey, look at that critter on the white horse. It's the Lone Ranger. He's going after a redskin. He's the one. Yes, he is, Roberto. Even at this distance, I can see that he is masked. Why don't you go get him? Look. The Indian has fallen from his horse. And then Mabidun. What does he say? He's fallen to the Indians to go after the masked man. Hurry. Hurry, Roberto. He has a long start, but we'll try to get him. Now. The Indians set out on their bare-backed ponies with Roberto in the lead. They raced across the valley, but the rider of the white horse who had reined up beside the man he had been pursuing leaped to the saddle and rode away. Roberto knew that pursuit was hopeless and signaled his followers to halt at the side of the man who had fallen from the paint There is no use trying to overtake that white horse. Uh, you help? See, si, see, si, we shall help you. You were being chased by the masked fellow. You saw? Yes, we see you fall. We see your paint horse run away. The masked man also run. But no matter, we will help you. We take you to our village. And then uh, perhaps you can help us. Me? Me help you? Help us get the Lone Ranger. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Thank <laughs> you.
Now to continue our story. Disguised as an Indian and feigning injuries, the Lone Ranger was carried by Roberto and the savages to the Indian village and placed in one of the huts. He had been there for about an hour when Stuttgart and Roberto entered. Ah, and he's not... Taku, me gretch. Enough of that, Roberto. See if he can speak so I can understand what is said. Mm. You speak white man's tongue. Oh, me speak. That's better. You had bad fall from horse. You think injuries are great? Best medicine, rest. Here in blanket, strength soon come back. Why did man on white horse chase you? Man on white horse, no Indian, help prisoners out of jail. He think me know where prisoners hide. You know where white man make camp? Oh, when strength come back, me fix him. I think I'll have a look at your insurance. No, not sure. Now hold still. Indian not like white medicine man. Indian not need help. I'm not a medicine man. Let me see if you have any broken bones. You might have cracked a couple of ribs. Let us wait, Senor Sturgard. There's no need to anger this Indian. I am curious, and I want to... No, you go away. Ah. Perhaps, Roberto, you're right. Perhaps it is better if we wait until this man's strength has returned. Si, Senor. Come. We shall go. The Lone Ranger wondered at Stuttgart's sudden change of manner. He waited for a time, then moved silently to the door of the hut. Looking past the edge of the buffalo skin flap that covered the opening, he saw an armed Indian sitting on the ground outside as if on guard. He returned to his blanket and lay quietly, waiting for the day to pass. Sundown was marked by an Indian ceremonial, and it was during this that the Lone Ranger heard a strange sound on the outside of the rear wall of the Hogan. A moment later, a man pushed through an opening. It was Tucson. Tucson held a finger against his lips in a gesture signifying silence and then spoke in a low voice. Just listen to what I got to say. Before I was taken to jail, I helped a couple of critters capture a boy named Dan Reed. He was wearing a ring on one finger. And it was the prettiest doggone ring I ever saw. It looked like it was made of gold. And on top of the ring, there was a little six-gun. Oh, why you tell him this? Me? There's just two rings like that in all the world. One of them is worn by this boy I spoke of. The other is worn by a gent that's known as a Lone Ranger. You see, I know that it wasn't the Lone Ranger that was chasing you. Oh, how you know that? Because you're the Lone Ranger. I don't try to deny it. It's no use. I got my information from Stuttgart. He's got you tagged. All right, Tucson. How does Stuttgart know? He was examining you to see how bad you was hurt. He felt the ring in your shirt pocket. Stuttgart, the leader of your gang. He's the head man of the spy ring, but it's not my gang. You threw in with him? I did, but I didn't know what I was getting into. What do you mean? Well, why did you come here disguised as a redskin? To learn about Stuttgart and Roberto. To make sure that you and the others who escaped from jail were in hiding in this valley. 
You learned that much? Yes. Now that you know it, what are you going to do with that information? I haven't decided. I can tell you. Oh? You're not going to do anything if Stuttgart has his say. He figures on playing the watching game. He's going to give you the chance to escape after it gets dark. You'll think you're in the clear and go to wherever you left your guns. You'll be followed. I see. Tucson, why are you telling me all this? We were talking when those redskins stormed the jail, remember? Yes, I do. I've been thinking over a few of the things you said. Oh? About me having to live with a traitor for the rest of my life. A traitor that double-crossed Texas and the United States. A traitor by the name of... Well, he's generally known as Tucson. See? Mister, what you said made a lot of sense. I don't like these foreign critters, and I'm hanged if I'll help them. What are you going to do about it? I want to help you. I got a couple of horses hid among the trees. The two of us can slip through that opening I just made in the back of this hut. I think we can get to the horses without being seen. Then we can hightail north to the gap. Perhaps your suggestion is part of a trick. Maybe it is. You'll have to be the judge of that. You have a gun. I'm unarmed. All right. Yeah, take my gun. Keep it, Tucson. I think you're on the level. Lead the way. Thanks, mister. Be careful now stepping through this slip in the wall. Don't make no noise. Right. <laughs> there we are. Now if we can just get to the horses without being spotted. Tucson, my own horse is not far from here. Silver? Yes, that way among the cottonwoods. That's good. The ones I got waiting are right over here. Stop! The prisoner! he's seen us. Run for it. <laughs> Come on, Tucson. Don't stop to return that gunfire. Here's the horses. Get that leather and ride for the gap. Never mind me. Good luck to you. Steady there, boy. Get up, Get up, Get up there. Hotly pursued by spies and Indians... The Lone Ranger rode at top speed among the cottonwoods to the place where he had left the great horse, Silver. Oh, oh, steady, easy. We're traveling, Silver. You now, big fella. He quickly buckled his gun belt and his own especially built six guns about his hips. He was about to leap aboard the mighty stallion when he felt a stunning blow in one shoulder. It was a six-gun slug, and the horse nearly knocked the Lone Ranger off his feet. He staggered momentarily, then clung to the pommel. Silver, Silver, got to get away. He could hear the enemy approaching. Bullets zoomed close and ricocheted off the nearby trees. It took all of the Lone Ranger's strength to gain the saddle. Now, Silver. Now, boy. It's up to you. Come on, Silver seemed to know what was expected. His great muscles rippled smoothly as he carried the wounded man north toward the gap. Hold, Silver! Weak as he was, the Lone Ranger managed to guide Silver to the narrow gap that served as the only entrance to the Indian Valley. Up, boy. Up! Then he urged the great white stallion up a steep and dangerously rock-strewn trail to a ledge to overlook the gap. Now, Silver, if we can keep these others in the valley... Whoa, whoa. Eddie, easy. He took refuge behind a massive rock, drew both his guns and braced himself in readiness, wondering as he did so how long his ebbing strength and cartridges would hold out. And then the fight began. Uh. Oh, Silver. Toto! Go, Silver! 
Down, Roberto. Keep them behind the rocks. Win me Quagan. Ah, he's wounded. He can't hold out forever. Neither can his bullets. He's using his own guns. Those are the guns I want. If we could only get behind him. You can't do it. Don't worry, Senor Stuttgart. That man can't last long against all of us. After we've gotten him, we'll find Tucson. He shall pay for what he did. Soon it will be dark. And then we'll have no difficulty. It will be easy to sneak past him and attack from the rear. <laughs> Weakened from his wound and running short of ammunition, the Lone Ranger realized that darkness would favor the enemy. He knew that his end was measured by the ebbing light, but he fought on in the faint hope that Tonto would hear the gunfire and bring help. The sun was gone and darkness gathered swiftly. The Lone Ranger was down to his last few rounds of ammunition when he heard the gunfire suddenly increase. His strength was nearly gone, and he clung to consciousness only by sheer willpower. He was only vaguely aware of the fact that the battle had been taken out of his hands, and then he slipped into a blitz. Take it easy, Kimasami. Take it easy. Tonto, it, uh, it's light. Uh, daybreak. You wounded, but you'll be all right plenty soon. I remember a fight. Roberto, his Indian, Stuttgart. Well, that's all over now. Why, oh, I'm in my own camp. And Tonto, I was dressed as an Indian, but now I... Now you wear regular clothes. I... I guess help must have come. Tell me, Tonto, what happened? Well, Silver come to camp alone. Me see plenty blood in saddle. Me know you hurt. Silver? Ah. Me go plenty quick to Sheriff. Find Tucson there. Tucson? Ah. Him tell Sheriff about enemy. Lead Sheriff and posse. Meet enemy at Gap. The leader of those spies was named Stuttgart. Ah. Him captured. All enemy captured now. Tucson proved himself a better man than I thought he was. Well, him dead. Him killed in fight. Oh. Well, perhaps it's better that way. Who's in charge of the prisoners, Tonto? A federal man from Washington. Him Cripple Creek. Or him send message to you. What is the message? Him say plenty thanks. Foreign enemy finished. Six gun no longer in danger. Good. Tonto, this ring and the six-gun that's mounted on it will always remind me that there's something good in every man. Even Tucson gave his life to help protect his country. Let's go, Tonto. No, no, maybe better you rest. No, there's something I've got to do. I'll be all right when I get in the saddle. Uh, Where you go? Anywhere, Silver. I'm going to see the man from Washington. Let him know about Tucson. As long as men like that put country ahead of self, we needn't worry about the future. Steady. Easy, man, big fella. Take it easy. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.